0: Welcome back to another glorious episode of A Spirited Debate. The crew have dusted off the glasses, dropped in some ice, and pulled the corks, and we are ready, as always, to pour a few drinks and find a way to rattle each other's cages. Follow if that's your thing, like if you want. Fuck it, we're just happy you're listening, and that's all that matters to us. So as our sound guy cues up the music, grab yourself a drink, sit back, relax, and join us for...
1: To skip Sh- over I'm me. trying to contribute to the discussion. will be wrong. Bro. They would absolutely and, and and I want I want be wrong.
0: If you thought that our debates were going to be any different, than jokes on you. I thought thought you'd get, get better. better. <laughs> and you guys came with the same shit.
2: We are on our way. I'm loaded. I'm double fisting actually.
0: Um, so I thought that was on Friday night.
2: Dad always says you never get better by playing
1: people worse than you.
2: That uh, ain't going to so, take
0: somebody long to get bingo so, here.
1: Hey, let's go ahead and unwrap <laughs> this present. So uh, and let uh, the I- debate <laughs> begin. <laughs>
0: All right. Welcome back to another episode of A Spirited Debate. Happy to be here. Looking forward to this episode. This one is entirely different than anything we've done previously. And of course, we say that all the time when we come up with new content. But I I mean, I'm looking forward to this one. We actually have uh, a pair of guests back, which we are excited to have. Ace and Diana. Uh, If you don't know them, go and listen to our our, uh, Broadway episode uh, many moons ago. They were on back in November. It's been about six months. And we wanted to have them back. Uh, They've got some things going on in their lives, so we were looking forward to pulling them back in, bringing them behind the curtain, letting you all listen to what they have to say, what's going on in their lives. So this is an exciting one. Normally we do the drinks right out of the gate. We're going to do that here, but because of the the way this show is going to be done and what this show is about, we're actually going to let our guests uh, talk about the drink because it's a drink they chose and they are going to go through the drink with us today. Some of us are going to make this drink cold on the show, and then we're going to try it and give you our feedback, and then we'll dive into, you know, what's going on in their lives and what's happening. So that's what we're doing. So strap in, hey, get ready. Uh,
2: hold on, uh, we have another uh, okay. guest too. We have Mrs. Grinch with us. She she came on to to keep Mr. Grinch from uh, from talking about butt plugs and anal play the entire damn show.
0: You know, you know, there's there's a method to my madness. You got to let me get there. All right, my bad, <laughs> Mrs. <Grinch>. No, no.
1: <laughs> Just you—you've listened to the show. You should have known that that's how that was going to go. Yeah. That's right. Uh, so I apologize for that.
3: Oh, I think yeah, he, you know, Haas doesn't do the battery tester method with just. sometimes,
2: sometimes it depends
4: if it's a new player.
0: Well, it's a, it's a new player. Bottle.
4: That's it. <laughs> i know a lot of people growing up that would never let a conversation happen. I would call them a butt plug because they constantly go, but, 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 but. Yeah, I
0: love that.
5: <laughs> oh, on that note, we're going back on mute. Take it away. Yes.
0: Uh, all right. So let's jump into it. How's everybody doing today?
5: Hey,
2: there it is. There time. it we're is. glad to have there all is. these guests. Very excited. Yeah. Uh,
0: Mrs. Grinch, does he stand in front of the mirror and practice his intro? I have to know because it's slightly different every time. I don't think he's hit it, but um, she's like, I don't even know. Wait, right, do,
6: you, do you know him? He doesn't practice no. anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the fly, off the cuff every time.
0: Well, it works. It works here, and we love yeah. it. Um, ah! yeah. That's right. So, thank you, Haas, for for you know jumping in a little bit ago. I, you know, I was going to introduce. Obviously, we have the four normal players in this group, but we do have an addition today. Uh, mrs grinch was thoughtful enough to join us i'm imagining to keep her husband in line today but uh yeah i think you know, she, yeah, she wanted to be a part of the show and uh you know try this drink and just you know see what we're all about she listens to it and so now it's like hey let's let's jump in and see what the process is I like i also mm-hmm.
6: happen to really enjoy ace and diana's company
3: <laughs>
0: so, by so, the way so not She's ours.
1: More episodes than Matt. Well, can you blame her?
3: That's <laughs> well, That's
0: yeah, not difficult.
1: That's not really. Yeah, that's not difficult. You know, if you've listened to it's half an up episode. Up. It's fucked you, up.
0: He's listening more. It's true. That's
1: it. It's factually correct.
2: Yes. But it's yeah. also fucked up.
0: Yeah. Uh, and so our, our guest, as I said, Ace and Diana, Ace Young, Diana DeGarmo, uh, joining us again This new endeavor that you're in, I know you guys have a Broadway background, music background, but this new endeavor that you're in seems very interesting and kind of was a perfect match for what we do here because we come on every week, we drink, we talk shit. It's a social gathering around drinking. And so, in terms of what I research for what you're doing, that's kind of what this this is about. It's a social gathering with alcohol, correct?
5: Exactly. Yes.
0: All right. Um, And so, uh, from what I understand, you get with people. And is it always virtual?
5: Yes. Okay. So the company started out as a um, in-person demo experience. So uh, Fancy Sips was uh, going from venue to venue, house to house. What you know, no matter the size, it was the one owner uh, who was a friend of mine, and she was hustling it all by herself when she started in 2019. And uh, then when the world went virtual, she quickly pivoted and has now created a completely new business plan. And that it's just it's taken off. It's just skyrocketed.
0: Okay. And so that's what you do. And I was looking at the website, fancy sips.com. You are what they call a mixologist, correct?
5: Yes. I am a virtual mixology instructor, certified fancy.
0: <laughs> Perfect. And so what you do is you, you get online with a bunch of people and you teach them how to make a drink, multiple drinks or.
5: It depends up to three. Cause we can't legally get people too boozy within 90 minutes, but anywhere from. 15 minutes all the way up to 90 minutes for five people up to a thousand people uh, for birthday parties, bachelorette parties, retirement parties, or just corporate conferences. I mean, it's literally just the whole gamut because, you know, all of our live events got canceled. And so people quickly tried to make them virtual. And many folks uh, had a bumpy start at it. And luckily, uh, my boss and the owner of Fancy Sip, she just got the hang of it really quickly. And mixology is something that easily translates over the internet, because you're helping just instruct people how to make something on their own. But you're also, what we believe in, we're empowering people with a new skill and showing them that bartending isn't scary. It's not super complicated. Yes, it can be. There are some mixologists that, you know, are drinks that take real in in precise work, but ours just makes it a little more approachable and fun and, and laid back.
0: There are bartenders the world over that are super pissed off right now. They're like, wait, it's like, it's easy. No, it's not easy. Uh, I don't think, you know, and that's not what your implication is. Like anybody can do it, but you know, there is, I think there is a certain process too. And we joke about that with Grinch because he always has a certain approach to his drinks. And I, I would say in terms of mixology, he probably has, more of that than the other three of us on the show,
2: dude. You make your own simple syrup.
1: Yeah,
0: that's yeah, different. No, that what? Shit. Look, yeah. <laughs> Bro, you're
1: like growing your own.
2: Fruit I'm not
0: pretentious. <laughs> I'm not pretentious. What? Very what? judgmental
1: for those of us that Wait use a, a margarita mix. So you know,
0: <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not judging. I'm asking. Have you? Did you? And you're like, no, fuck no. Why would I do that when I can spend three dollars and go buy oh, shit? Oh, we that's know fine. you're judging. Uh, maybe quietly. <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: quietly, my ass. <laughs>
0: But with almost eighteen years in the restaurant business, I did a few years as a bartender, so I'm entitled, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Fair enough. So back off.
2: God no ain't... one's hating. We're just saying own that shit. Um,
0: all right. So uh, let, let's get into the drink because I don't want to waste a lot of time uh, on the front end. I want to talk about the drink. So the the drink that we chose is called a paradise, right?
5: Pure paradise. Or yes, pure paradise. It's pure paradise. A drink on that's going to be on our spring menu. So you guys are actually getting to try it first before anyone. <laughs>
0: Okay, so <laughs> you here first spirited debate. So, are there only specific drinks that you make? If you, if you have yeah, a menu, okay, we
5: do. We have a menu, and it's always changing with the seasons or around the holidays. Uh, we keep a few classics, like you know, of course, like margaritas and mules and different things like that that are kind of go tos. But then each season kind of gets its own spin and its own refresh, refreshing kind of judging of the menu, uh, which is really fun because it keeps us uh, instructors on our toes. We're always learning new things, but. We, you know, of course, have the classics in our back pocket, which I think I've made, golly, since I started with Fancy Sips, I think I've made probably a hundred old fashions in classes <laughs> and things. So, you know, we have those kind of go-tos, but this is from the summer menu.
0: Is the Boulevardier a drink that you make?
5: It is on our menu, but it is, it is rotating. Oh. We bring it up during uh, the colder months. <laughs> but yes, uh, that infamous Boulevardier. Nope.
0: No? Nope. no Haas? No. Not doing
2: it? No, not doing it. Nicked. Nine.
4: What if no. we made it into a song no. like Pass the Bavardier?
2: <laughs> no. There you go. Uh, I'll keep passing the fucker. Or you
4: know. <laughs> Fuck the, that drink. That drink.
0: <laughs> Bird, not a fan. All right, so let's talk about our drink. Pure Paradise. Diana, I'm going to let you kind of walk us through what this drink is and how to make it. And I know some of us are going to make it as we go. So, you know, I'm
5: yes, I'm looking forward so- to
0: trying it. So let's do it.
5: Our base ingredients are pear, citrus, gin, and sparkling rosé. Uh huh. We're making it a double boozy, uh, alcoholic drink. So you start off by chopping off half of a pear, giving it a, a quick dice, just so it's not a solid piece of pear. I'm Putting gonna in.
0: stop you right. I'm gonna stop you right there.
5: Uh-huh.
0: I, I, I didn't hear you say peel that pear.
5: No, you can leave the peel in there. It's totally okay. It. <laughs> yes.
0: Fuck you guys then.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: giving me shit. <laughs> i'm like was this supposed to be peeled and they're like yeah duh and i'm like oh, so half God. a pair yeah yep.
5: yeah it doesn't matter if you get half the core and if you, you see a few seeds you can pop them out with the end of your knife or leave them in there your strainer will catch them more than likely but uh chop it up and then drop it into the bottom of your shaker cup okay or by the way if you don't have a three-piece shaker uh, or a boston shaker you could use like a mason jar or a uh, like protein shaker, protein blender kind of thing, or even like a large wide mouthed metal water bottle. Either any, any of those would work, or you could just use a pint glass or like a large mixing vessel. And so take your muddler and make sure your cup is down on a hard surface. Don't hold it because it's really easy to drop it. And then you just made a giant mess. So put it down onto a hard surface and give that pear some hell. Tell it how you feel about 2020. Haas,
2: um, <laughs> I'm How I feel about hey. the boulevardier. Hey Haas.
5: Yes.
0: <laughs> hey Hey Haas. This is the motion. You should be good with that. <laughs> yeah Yeah. I, I oh, okay that. Okay.
2: Yeah Yeah. I, I actually ambidextrously.
1: I'm good. Yeah Yeah. We're good. <laughs> the, the the worst part is I, I've already counted like five things I've done wrong here. So you know, I, I'm not holding out a whole lot of hope that this is going to be very good. <laughs> hey Brad, me. there's <laughs> a reason we don't do this for a living. <laughs> That's right. Haas. <laughs>
5: Once you muddle it to where it looks kind of like you know pear applesauce or like you no longer see any more solid pieces, it can be a little chunky. It's okay, but you don't see any more like solid, cut, perfectly cut pieces. Uh, next up, you're going to add in. I you can pre-measure this if you want, but I tend to find it tends to be almost the exact amount every time. But if you want to measure it out, it's a half ounce of uh, excuse me, three fourths of an ounce of lime lemon juice and a half ounce of lime juice, which is typically about half of a lime, half of a lemon, and half of a lime. But yeah, it's 0.75 ounces of lemon and half of a lime. And uh, most, then after that, you're going to add one ounce of simple syrup and two ounces of gin.
3: <laughs> this, this is awesome watching Haas do this.
0: <laughs> Look, if you I'm can't so muddle. fast.
5: Like, I mean, yeah, I'm it's old. Fast, like,
0: right.
1: I'm old right. and I've already been drinking That's today, bad. man.
0: If I you feel can't like muddle the
1: cocktail all over again,
0: here. right? If you can't muddle the pair, something's
1: going to go flying over his head. He's going to catch throwing it.
0: bottles. Right. Sorry, Oz.
4: I wait. forgot you're you're going with me. I apologize. Yeah, ha- Haas. I wish people could see it, that visual because you took like a break between rounds. You had a towel on your shoulder. He's like, he's like. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. He's back. He's in like the- a bar back. He's okay.
1: ready to go.
0: Look, if it's taking you a while to muddle the pear, just chew it up and it spit is. it back in the glass. What oh, I like? could
2: mama bird it. Yeah, good call. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, I like that. Call. That's a good call. Yeah. That's
5: hey, ba- the most labor-intensive part. I promise. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's amazing.
5: You didn't realize you guys were going to get a workout today, did you?
2: Okay. No. Thanks, baby. Nope,
5: nope. <laughs> Thank you, you Miss Haas.
2: <laughs> yeah, simple syrup, bottom right drawer. Thank you.
0: <laughs> did you make your own simple syrup, Haas? No. Okay.
5: Just
2: <laughs> Dude, I did go by our cool liquor store today and get that egg white simple syrup that I like, though. Oh, well, there you go.
0: Oh. Don't yeah. use that in this.
2: I'm not. No, okay. I'm not. I'm, not. Okay. I'm using the shit we got in Greensboro. All right, so I have like pear sauce, applesauce, right?
5: Yeah.
2: And you say drop that in the actual. Uh... It,
5: it should be in the bottom of your shaker cup.
2: No, I did it in a bowl, but I'll, I'll put it in.
5: You can spoon it in.
0: That works. I needed to see what
2: I was doing, you know.
5: All
2: right. Mark. All right.
3: Cool. All right. So I'm gonna. All right.
2: And of course, Grinch,
0: you don't care because you didn't make the drink, did you? Somebody I, else slaved over I, it.
3: I think. I think Mrs. Grinch crushed it.
6: Just... I, truthfully, I put it in a blender.
0: there you go
3: (laughs) there you go
2: i'm excited about this
5: that will pulverize it for sure yeah
2: and then we need all right you said lime juice
5: yeah half a lime it should be about half an ounce is usually half of a lime typically our grocery store limes if it fills up your palm should have one ounce uh if you can completely like cover that lime with your with your whole fist then it wouldn't have an ounce but yeah, typically our limes have one ounce. So half of a lime should give you half an ounce.
1: Half now, an ounce. Okay. Just so Thor can judge you, are you using actual lime and lemon juice or have you squeezed the juice
0: no, he's squeezing oh, nice. it. He showed us okay. the lemon already. I actually,
1: dude, look. I missed that.
0: I we're, we're
2: doing
1: fancy sips, man. I'm fancy. Uh, I'm a fancy fucker.
2: Uh, today, okay? can, can you be fancy a little fucking
0: faster, though? Because I'm, I'm thirsty.
2: Juice. i ain't, No, I'm doing real. Yeah, but I'm doing the real work. No hate.
0: I did the real work, too. I just did it ahead of time. Well,
2: yeah, Was it real, though? We don't know. No one saw. See, I'm actually proof. I'm proof that I'm doing the real work here. All right.
5: Yeah, typically it takes anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes to uh, fully instruct and make the drink. Because once you already know how to make it, obviously you know what goes in, you can make it faster. Uh, but when you're learning it for the first time, it might take you a little bit longer, Haas, it's cool.
1: And, and with this group, it'll probably take you a lot longer. Yeah.
5: I mean,
2: I, I am special ed, we know. That's all I good. know
0: I know. Mac is is probably a little embarrassed to say, but uh, Diana, is there a specific type of pear that works best for this drink? Because he's trying to learn about pears. so. <laughs>
1: Yeah. That judgy bitch at the uh, at the grocery store can just piss off. Judging <laughs> me about my and, shit. and then my wife just giving up. Get you know, she threw you under the bus. She was like, "Yeah, right under the bus." She's like, "Yeah, that," because she was struggling to try and figure out what the hell it was first of all, and then what code to put in. And I was like, "Yeah, that pairs for him." So is the rose wine. I'm like, really? <laughs> "Come on." Uh, she threw uh, I, the bus I, I, and then all you heard was okay,
5: <laughs> backed over me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a Bartlett pair or a Bosque pair. So I'm I'm blanking on which one is which at the moment. I apologize because I just typically just grab the one off of the visual. So yes. you have, I believe, what is the Bosque. Is that the little green one? Or is that the Bartlett? Do That's you green. I can't remember which is which, honestly. But I get the the one that looks like this. Let me go grab it. Hold yeah. on.
1: I think it's the Bartlett.
0: It's a, it should be a Bartlett. They're the more I common know. ones. Yeah, yeah. Bartlett <laughs> pears are more common.
3: Listen to all this pears.
1: like now. four different pears. Yeah, so. it's a Bartlett. Yeah, yeah.
5: Here you go. And then I'm
1: sitting there Googling how
5: to pick oh, a pear.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, that mine looks <laughs> nothing like that one.
5: They tend to take a little <laughs> bit longer to, um, and I should have prefaced this, but unless the, the Bosque pear is really, really ripe, it can be a little tough, like super tough, to I uh, kind of like and, like the last week of its life. It's like an avocado. It's like, I'm ready, and then I'm done. Right. But yeah. Bartlett's, uh, they, they're a little bit easier to muddle, like right out of the gate. So,
1: Well, That's it's all it. hard to muddle when you don't have That's a muddler, right. so. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know,
5: knows.
1: a meat
4: tenderizer works really well. So, so, so did you google uh pear and meat tenderizer i just want to know what your search engine gave you after that i'm not
1: ace <laughs> i'm not going to be on that
4: list i do <laughs> not every want to dating go apps, every dating app.
1: <laughs> you know the worst part is is, is i think that may already be in hoss's search history
0: probably so,
3: <laughs> and that's one of the more benign things he's <laughs> that's right. in his history
0: <laughs> right that's right, that's right. All right, Haas, where yeah, are no, you in the process?
3: That, all right, so yeah. we have, I right, squeeze
2: half a lime, Now, do half a lemon as well? Yes. Yeah, half a okay. lemon. Yeah. All right.
0: And then she, do you want her to explain gel. why? No. She, uh, okay.
5: Sure. Yes.
2: Actually, yes. Why is always nice?
5: Yeah. So um, typically our limes have anywhere between one ounce to one and a half ounces. So our big right. uh, lemons, excuse me. Welcome to my world. Uh, (laughs) But the uh, big lemons that we're going to get during like now when things start to really warm up, a lot of us are getting those big, gorgeous lemons. A half of a lemon should be plenty. If by chance you need to measure it out so you get 0.75, you might need to use an extra quarter, but that typically gives us about one ounce from a lemon. But half of a lemon typically gives us three quarters of an ounce. You get one and
4: a half.
2: Three. All right, so simple syrup.
5: One ounce of simple syrup. Small side of the bar jigger or half of a shot glass, and then two ounces of. Did you? Yeah, I'm
2: not gonna lie, I doubled the gin.
5: Hey, <laughs> I mean, I'm going through all
2: this motherfucking work. By God, there needs to be a payoff here. Well, I now did the you same thing. I'm gonna
5: need a bigger glass, so I serve mine in a like a Collins or a highball glass, but you might want to grab a pint glass just so you have a little extra space in there since you added those two extra ounces. Or you could minus a little bit of ice from your cocktail glass, from your Collins glass.
2: Right, so I have a question because the last ingredient is a is a sparkling rosé, right? Or- yes.
5: Yeah, so anything with bubbles, you always top with last. So anything with carbonation, right. you never, ever put in your shaker because you will get an instantaneous sparkling shower. No, no. So- <laughs> in the shaker.
1: In
2: the shaker.
5: No. no. <laughs>
2: That's not the kind of stuff I like spraying in my face, homie.
5: He likes those other kinds of showers, not, not right.
2: <laughs>
1: Golden, brown. Thanks for joining. us. Call R. Kelly. All right. well, not long to it
5: for. Yeah, you should shake it till the outside of your shaker is like really good and frosty. It's roughly about 20. And uh, once the outside of the shaker is, is super cold and you can draw a line with your finger in the frost, that's your sign that the ice is like blended everything. It's all together. Mm. And then you strain it out into your Collins glass, um, since you added a couple more ounces of gin, I would I typically do about six to eight pieces of ice in my Collins glass, but um, you might wanna remove a couple of those so you have a little more space. And so uh, also sometimes the built-in strainer can be a little too small for all those pear fibers. So you might need to grab either like a Hawthorne strainer, which is the one that has like the coil that you pop in, which by the way was named after a bar in Boston. So thanks folks of Boston and the Hawthorne bar. Um, but then you can strain that out, or use a like pasta spoon, like a, anything with like slots in it, just so you can get a little bit more through there. And then top it with some sparkling rosé. You can just count to three, or go to the top of your glass if you have a little more space. Or if you don't have sparkling rosé, you could do like half regular rosé and half either sparkling uh, water or club soda. Sparkling water preferred.
2: God oh, blessed. <laughs> oh man. No, all that fucking pear shit so, I'm gonna be honest.
0: Not a future as a bartender, haha.
1: You're damn right, bro. <laughs> that's why I just drank straight. I, guess up I did not realize Lister. there's a difference between rose and sparkling rose. So
5: I got the wrong. What'd you well, get? You know, add a little more or you know, go get some. I bubble got bubble. rose. Yeah,
0: that's there's what some I got soda in the top.
5: At the end of the day, yeah. it's really just add, about adding a little bit of bubbles. It's kind of like, a, you know, a riff on a Tom Collins, kind of in the base of it. Because the Tom Collins is, again, lemon juice, sparkling water. And, you know, of course, simple syrup. It's like an adult lemonade. This is kind of just like a boosted up version of that with adding a little extra booze with the rosé. You got your man card back with that one. So you're welcome.
0: Grinch, you're about to be done with your first one, aren't you? Yeah,
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. I, was, I was curious about this process. I, uh, I, I get we were it. We're all doing yeah, it yeah, together. Yeah, I get I, it. I get it. When I researched the website, it says she teaches us how to do this. So I yeah. thought we were going to like be taught how to she do this. She just did. Diana thirst I mean, over here. Jeez. I mean, <laughs> all right. I think I'm done.
0: Oh, oh we get to try yeah. this. And I'm,
2: and I'm very excited. I'm okay. very, very okay. excited because that was a shitload of work for a drink.
0: Well, then as always, before we do this, I just want to say cheers to everybody. Ace, Diana. Mrs. Grinch, thank you for coming on the show. Cheers. Hope it's a good show. Cheers to everyone. Cheers. And let's Cheers. try this.
5: Cheers.
2: Yeah. Fuck, that's good. <laughs> that's yeah.
1: good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's worth the work.
2: Drink. Dude, on a hot summer day.
5: Mm. That, that's what I was going for. I was like, yeah. listen, we all know wow. we want to like just vibe out when the sun's out, and you want something that's going to be kind of like a little – extra liquidy so you don't have to make it as often as you would like a smaller cocktail like a you know an old-fashioned or like a south side which just serve straight up like you'll drink that in two seconds this one you can kind of like take your time with and and enjoy
0: okay so that was actually really good i have to be honest but I'd like to go around the room and I'd like to get everybody's thoughts you know what I'm gonna ask Mrs. Grinch as a guest on the show I would love to know what you think of the drink especially since you had to make it
6: uh, it's a good one. It's a good one. Um, I think we'll do it again. I like, the, I like the concept of the hot summer day. I'm not much of a day drinker, so it's got to be, you know, I, I like the labor intensive drinks on like a purposeful three o'clock in the afternoon drink.
0: I love your husband's reaction You're as he looks over your shoulder. Judgment there. Like, he's back, like, I'm yeah. not a
1: day drinker. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not. It's your first one. I just want to make sure it goes well. <laughs> so, so what kind of gin
6: did you use? Well, of course, he went with something like local that I don't know what it is, but it was there probably on the end of the aisle. You know, he can tell you more, more about it. I'm sure. I, I think I noted it was made in Asheville. You
0: know, what you got? It's called
3: Gimist South Slope. South Slope.
0: Is it an American, a London? What is it?
3: It's an American-style gin. Gin. Okay. Um, Made in Nashville. Made in Nashville.
0: Okay. Uh, Mac, what'd you use?
1: Uh, I used one of the samples I got from the Flaviar tasting bottle. Um, So it's the Bar Hill uh, Tomcat gin.
0: Another American? Or is it uh, London? Uh,
1: It's the Bar Hill tomcat gin
0: <laughs> thanks
1: you're welcome what <laughs> else do you want to know come on
0: i wanted I'm to know well yet. because an american gin and a london gin are, are the london dry they're different they have a different flavor profile and that's But a- i'm
1: going to be honest at this point you have no it's idea. not on the little card that came with uh my okay. thing so flaviar is going to get a strongly worded email <laughs> this week saying that they need to provide more information when they send me this stuff
0: Fair enough.
2: yeah make sure make sure to include your your feeling on pears Yes, in there as well. Exactly. exactly. Yes.
0: Uh, Haas, what did you use?
2: A London B feeder.
0: Okay, so you did go with a London.
2: Yeah, if it ain't broke, don't fix it.
0: Okay. Uh, Ace, Diana, what did you guys use?
5: We used a Hendrix Lunar. This was their big uh, lunar eclipse for the spring equinox brand. Um, yes, I totally bought it because I thought the bottle was cool. Uh, I'm already a fan of Hendrick's, so I figured I couldn't go too wrong. I do not taste a difference in their lunar versus their regular, but it works out. Does the job.
0: There you go. And uh, I went with Mulholland American uh, Mulholland Distillings American gin. Uh, I like Americans better than London Dry. so uh this drink works i mean it is refreshing it would definitely be something you would do outside on a on a you know hot day i mean i could see me just plowing through more of this than i probably should
2: i could see doing a cooler yeah of this and just having the the kind of cooler that has the spigot on it and just (laughs) yeah
5: yeah. oh exactly yeah you can make a big batch of it in a um i haven't made the pitcher recipe yet but yeah if you make a big batch of like the base recipe and then leave that until you put that in the spigot then you top it with the sparkling rosé
2: yeah, have a bunch of friends over for some cornhole or some horseshoes and grill out with some tunes. Yeah. In Austria. Or yeah.
0: Yeah. And, of course, a conversation we always have when it comes to our drinks is a lot of times, like, a Tom Collins is made with gin, and we tried a John Collins, which was the exact same drink, but made with bourbon, right? So if I wasn't going to make this with gin, is there another drink that's exactly like this, but made with a different alcohol or...
5: Vodka. A lot of people, you know, folks that don't like gin tend to be like vodka lovers. So vodka is a really easy replacement with this. It's tends to be a little sharper. I find uh, the gin makes it a little smoother. So you might need to add or take out a little more citrus depending upon your taste. But vodka works really well with it too.
0: Do they make a pear flavored vodka? Do they do that? I, I gotta
1: think uh, they, uh, I gotta yeah. think somebody makes one somebody somewhere. Probably?
5: I okay. do. <laughs> yeah you know and there is a way to go around all of the the pear and the, those kind of big ingredients but at the end of the day i find the the fresh stuff just really tastes so great and if especially in the summer months when everything is kind of like in bounty everywhere it's a good like excuse to get some extra stuff or heck if you ever have just any like random fruit kind of at your fridge that you're like what the heck do i do with this now it's not quite enough to eat but i don't want to throw it away veggies too our veggies yeah even like a little cucumber or jalapenos shoot y'all i always say just muddle it put it in the bottom of your shaker give it hell pulverize it add your like favorite mixtures um whether it be like a gimlet or like a margarita or something like that you c- it's so easy to jazz up like a really simple cocktail by just adding some fruit or berries or even muddling some mint which you don't pulverize because you will cause chlorophyll to go in your drink and that tastes awful <laughs>
0: is that bitter is that what yeah. that, it happens to be better? Okay.
5: Yeah, and there's no there's no visual cue. It's only um, in the flavor. So we do what we call the press and twist, which is like you just go in and kind of gently press and twist with the muddler five times. If you happen to have a muddler with the spikes on it, use the soft bottom side. Don't use the spiky side. But uh, normally, if you just have a regular muddler, you don't have to worry about that. But it's uh, yeah, it's just such easy way. Like just like this, especially this time of year. Like I said, there's so much available. Like go for it.
0: Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it. Pure paradise. It is a pear, lemon, lime, simple syrup, rosé, sparkling rosé or regular rosé with either sparkling water or club soda. Correct? Did I, that's all of it.
5: Yeah. It's pure paradise. Da-da-da-da. We're knocking on Herman's door. Da-da-da. Okay. We can't afford anymore. We won't sing anymore. <laughs> I'm
0: glad I got that recorded.
4: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <color>. <laughs> it feels like the, the right color tone for that music video.
5: Yeah, yes. so the very 80s fantastic. 80s riffic.
0: <laughs> yeah, this was this was definitely a win. Thank you. Thank you for this drink. I know I think Negroni was on the list. I think that was another one. Haas was like, let's do that. But I was like, no, let's try something different. Cause I know he's a huge fan of that one, but I figured we'd go this way. No? Why are you shaking your head? No. What?
2: Not you a fan. Know how I feel about Negroni. That is the Boulevardier.
5: Y'all, that's my favorite drink to teach in class because we always get one person that it's usually like the booker or like the boss of the group. Like that's their favorite drink. So that's why it got put on the menu, but nobody else on the whole call actually even knows what it is. And so I try to put it at the end. And uh, because every time there's always one person that's like, Oh, it's so good. And every other person's face on camera is like, Oh, oh my God, <laughs> just <laughs> dying.
0: <laughs> that would be hot.
2: That's funny. Yeah. Right. Um, so that brings up a good question. So I mean, I guess I was going to ask, what is your favorite drink to make? Oh, my,
5: my favorite drink to make is an old fashioned. It's uh, right. I, I, I make them all the time. I, I keep all of my extra simple syrup from class just so I can have an old fashioned after class. Uh, okay. My mocktail version that I tend to teach in class because we get you know, we get lots of people that are, of course, in these large corporate groups or even parties that aren't drinking alcohol. And you don't want them to feel left out. And I can't drink while I'm teaching because obviously I wouldn't make it till the end of the day. And uh, so I make a mocktail version with uh, two instead of the bourbon. I do two ounces of really strongly brewed black chai tea. Of course, you know, omitting the bitters. I, I like the bitters because I don't mind them. But if you want to be completely alcohol free, you'd omit the bitters. And holy cow, I, I make one of those every every day pretty much <laughs> at, at, for my class.
0: <laughs> Why would you want to make an alcohol free one? I mean, I know you have to, like you said, you got to get through the class.
5: She had you know, so many
4: classes in the beginning when she started doing this that I tried to keep up. I legit was like, just make them all strong, baby. I got you. And I was sitting at the house. I, I was passed the fuck out at three o'clock every day. And she had just started at one, but I was four drinks in, just taking a nap with the dogs like this. <laughs> so
5: I'm like, babe, here's another spicy marg." Or, hey, here's like a, a rosemary pear Moscow mule. Or here's this. And he's like, no more. Don't get me. Can't do more. it. My liver <laughs>
3: Have you made any drinks with the goat whiskey, reaper whiskey?
5: <laughs> no, we, we have not made anything with uh, super specific uh, alcohols. We try to keep it pretty generic that way, no matter where you are or anything like that. You don't have to have super specific liquors. That's hence why we use the, the fresh ingredients, because those are just easier for folks to find. And then people can choose their spirit uh whatever but brand works for if them. if
4: reaper whiskey wanted to do an event with them they would probably make specific yes. drinks for that whiskey
5: yes we have done a few private events for very specific liquor companies and have used their alcohol um but not them yet
1: okay you don't make a drink with it you just shoot it straight buddy. that's true that's true come on man, up. man. <laughs> Fuck
0: up yeah <laughs> so if you're making a bourbon based drink, you just tell your customers you need some form of bourbon. You you guys don't have partnerships with anybody where you try to push
5: certain. No, not things? at all. Everything okay. we we personally as uh, teachers, we try to use what's local to our area. So most of us are here in Nashville. So we kind of have like on our carts So what you will see in class is their Nashville brands. Um, and we have a teacher in california and she has california brands that kind of like rep where she is Uh, we had a teacher in in virginia and so she would use that as well but uh for the most part we just we can we say whatever brand you like go for it and if people need recommendations uh, we can do that mid-class but typically it's just generic vodka whiskey bourbon whatever
0: okay uh okay so let's backtrack we got the drink How did you get into this? Because the the last time we talked six months ago, you and Ace were kind of plowing through the last year of your lives, dealing with the issues with Broadway and all of that. How did you go from that to where you are today?
5: Well, it's a funny story. (laughs) So last time we chatted, I uh, had just finished doing a virtual version of a show, but was still, you know, the, the horizons were pretty bleak for the entertainment, the live entertainment industry. And uh, my girlfriend, who is the owner and creator of Fancy Sips, like a couple days later, actually after our last interview, put up on their Instagram story that they were looking for help. Uh, they were hiring for the winter, and I was like, you know, I mean, drinking's already my hobby, anyways. I might as well get paid for it. So <laughs> I took advantage of the interview. Oh, and, Grinch! Uh,
2: you you I, must be proud. Uh,
5: I went in and was like, listen, this is, you know, I, I know nothing about bartending. I just know how to make a lot of random things. I don't know if they're considered good, but this is what I make. This is what I drink. And uh, I hit it off with, with my friend. Uh, we were kind of more distant friends through mutual acquaintances. So uh, it was, it was, it felt very neutral. There was no like, oh, she's my friend. I should hire her. But um Yeah, I I started training and two weeks later, I jumped right into the holiday rush and I started teaching five days a week, uh, five to six classes a day. And uh, it was nuts. It was great training. I got every book you could probably imagine on bartending, like from the joy of mixology to imbibe, to the bourbon Bible, to mezcal and tequila books, uh, just so I could absorb as much knowledge as I could. And it was interesting how much stuff I already kind of knew, but also from my entertainment background really translated right into this opportunity because we just have a script, which is what I'm used to having. And uh, we have to be able to do improv, which obviously I do a lot of as well. And you have to be able to communicate with people and have a good time. And if you can bring that level of joy and happiness, it's like, we're just making cocktails. I'm here for happy hour, let's have a good time and also like make it a little educational. It kind of ticked all the boxes and it's been a really great uh, opportunity to work with Fancy Sips. I've gotten to work with like some of the most incredible clients and people like for sweet, precious moments. I just got to be there for that, which is, you know, a little heart lifting while we're still waiting for stages to reopen. And even who knows where we'll be in the next six months, Uh, things are slightly starting to appear like they may, Uh, reopen, but this is an opportunity that I can still do within my other contract work outside of this. So it's a win-win.
0: Nice. I I bet that interview, have you ever been a bartender? No, but I played one on Broadway. Does that count? I mean, like who gets to say that, right?
5: (laughs) I was like, I'm willing to learn. Like, let me, let me start. And she was like, okay, you're, you have like a can do, a want to attitude. And I just dove right in. And two weeks later I was my first class was, uh, I think, for ten people, and then my second class was for a hundred people. So <laughs> I just got right in there.
0: So are they all making their drinks as you explain it, or
5: typically, yes. Uh, sometimes I have taught large classes that have been, um, like, say, as a large group, and everyone has their cameras off. So you're just basically me talking to the green dot on my own Zoom <laughs> for ninety minutes, which. Mm-hmm. Took some getting used to, but at the end of the day, I'm kind of used to talking to myself anyway, so it's fine. But uh, then I've had classes where you, they could tell it was like the boss wanting them to be there. So they just kind of sat there and they were nodding their heads like, oh, okay, I'm listening. Or maybe people are taking notes, but most of the time folks are making it along with me and I go through all the bar tools. We talk about all the Stemware. Uh, you know, all the glassware, why? I just try to share as much information as I know with folks as I can within that amount of time.
4: Being able to watch from the outside, because I'm literally a viewer just like you guys are, Um, being able to watch from the outside is very interesting because there's also a company they work with called Cocktail Courier, and and they'll legit, like uh, a whole company will say, okay, we're going to do an event for a hundred of our employees all at the same time. And instead of telling the employees to go buy the things, Cocktail Courier makes it in a box, puts all the ingredients in a box. But we're not talking like samples. We're talking like the real ingredients all in <laughs> that box, mm-hmm. shipped ship directly them. to all those people. And all those people open up their box that Diana then opens as well, and they make the drink together. It's, it is professional. <laughs> it's, it's the most professional bar I have ever seen in my life.
5: Yeah, we, we, we do a little bit of everything. So we can, you know, make events as curated and as polished and as pampered as they want to be. Uh, everything from playlists to um, trivia. I'm also, that's my specialty is cocktail trivia. So if you need any really <laughs> random cocktail trivia, I got you. And uh, we just make it a whole experience because people can't gather in person. And we, we have done studies on our end from fancy sips with surveys and also other companies that people are not, the workplace has changed. People are not gonna go back to the way it was um, before, quote unquote, Uh, businesses have realized how how much they can still get done with people working from home. So I think the the business model from this point on is gonna be so different that the virtual event world has now completely opened up. Uh, A lot of events planners that were once, you know, of course in person doing these giant conferences and whatnot, corporate events, have now moved over into the virtual world hosting. I, I have seen some of the most over the top, like whole virtual worlds created where you get an avatar and you have to walk in and like move your avatar, like a video game. So you can go to your place and then you see this event. It, she had a class crazy. where she
4: came out and she goes, Whoa! and I was like, are you okay? She said, I'm glad I, I logged in early enough. So my avatar could walk to the bar. wow that's crazy that's that's where everybody was
5: yeah (laughs) it's It's crazy but most of the time it's just me and zoom and it's pretty easy peasy
0: (laughs) so i I was looking at your website or or the company's website fancy sips.com and it looks like there are only three was it three mixologists
5: yeah is that right
0: so you guys do all anything it's just the three of you
5: It's just the three of us sometimes the owner comes in for uh very special groups or for big classes or things like that but it's really just the three of us and we're we're hustling our schedules are are pretty slammed but uh it's it's great you know we with the three ladies uh we're just you know a small woman owned woman ran business but uh we make it work
0: okay so what's the future for you look like oh uh, really both of you in terms of like broadway uh, and, and things opening back up. I know you're doing this, uh, as this is more of a stopgap measure, I assume right now. Like you're trying to fill space, fill time, keep yourself going, engaged and employed. But what what's the horizon look like for you guys in terms of Broadway?
5: Broadway still appears to be very far off in the distance. Um, fall looks like it might be the first realistic time frame, but I feel like we said that last time time. and uh, so I don't know but you know I'm not uh, counting my chickens or holding my breath anytime soon but because things just change so quickly I don't think any of us as much as like contracts or people say uh, within our community our, our theater community oh my gosh contracts are coming in things are looking like they're starting to open up uh, next thing you know, something else happens or the union deems another thing that they find they flag and they don't allow. So it's, it's happened so many times now, it's hard to really put too much into that basket just yet. But we are actually doing another virtual musical Ace and I both starting in a week. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So the show that we were supposed to do on the tour first date actually got picked up by the people i did the disenchanted show with so they're doing the first date virtual revival like who knew that was even going to be a thing uh this time last year so we get to do a whole show together in 3d from our
4: house 3d green screen so they're going to send us a bunch of stuff and then we're going to see how qualified we are (laughs) it's going to be amazing do do you think
3: the longer this goes the less people will go back to it. The I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, at some point, there's a tipping point, right, of where
0: you just can't moved on.
5: Yes, yeah. I, I do see that. I see a lot of people finding new lanes, finding new tangents. Um, I, I've noticed a lot of folks have kind of gone back to their respective hometowns and have started either like children's programs or uh, have started teaching from where they are, right. which, Uh, which is it's really cool
4: dance Dance schools yeah
5: all sorts of different things and so i think there will be some beautiful side effects of of course losing some of our um contemporaries and some of our co-workers but at the same way they're still
4: spreading the art yeah
5: they're going to continue to spread it, and that's actually where the love of theater begins for most people is in the regional theater that's what's uh that's going to be what we need to hold most precious right now for us as performers and protect so much is because that's where most folks kids typically yeah they get inspired to be in, to be in the arts it's, they get to go to their first show like when you're in middle school or elementary school or high school um or you get that ticket or you get that chance to go with your parents to see something that's when you get the bug um and when it's kind of like out there at a you know at a reasonable price so i think we have to uh, hopefully keep those alive long enough to bring Broadway back and then we'll see. I, I don't know. <laughs> what I
4: keep hearing is, as the conversations go, I, 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 there's obviously the, the bullet point talking points that everybody's hitting that are all the same collectively across the board. But what I keep feeling is as more and more people get their, get their shots, th- the theater world is more comfortable putting a mass majority in a small space again. Uh, But I don't know if any of them are going to have the insurance to cover themselves if anything were to go wrong or what would happen from that. So what's happening on Broadway is they're trying to take the smaller shows, meaning like two actors, smaller union amount of people behind the stage and running the lights. They're trying to take those so they can comfortably sit a sixth of what the seats allow for the viewers so they can keep COVID safe seating but also
5: still make money but hopefully pay for it
4: they keep talking around the fact that it's the vaccinations that are making everybody more and more comfortable but (laughs) we're still not opening the gates to any any entertainment zoo right now so it's 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 just always that two-week push that we were talking about last time where it's like oh we're almost two weeks
5: out yeah and it's
4: been that way for over a year
5: And, and to be very frank our union has had a really tough time Finding a middle ground with producers and with actors to create safe work environments, but be, it's because we're all so close and you know, and we, we're singing. So of course, with the the pandemic and with the uh, with COVID, you know, that's what spewing um, stuff like that. People are very afraid of that. And you want to be as safe as you can. There's so many different precautions, and it unfortunately feels like the the goalposts keep moving, and. I, I, it's hard for actors to keep up let alone producers and other you know artistic directors and theater companies and things like that but we're not really sure who is on first or what's on second <laughs> there's a, it's it's a very cloudy world for us right now and we're all trying to get back but our, our union is having a really hard time being transparent with folks um, a lot of people have felt really in the dark so a lot of people have been um, holding back their dues and leaving the union. And it's, it's been a quite tumultuous time um, within our community. There was recently even a March on Broadway in New York um, two days ago um, about just giving some transparency and like helping you know, people, of actors of color and AAPI. And uh, you know, it's just, there's just so much going on. It feels like it's all kind of started to really compile because it was already adding up before the pandemic. And now it is it's like triple fold. So I don't know. There are rumors that we could merge with other unions. There are rumors that you know tearing it down, like you know abolishing the whole system. I don't know. But uh, so as as an actor, I'm thankful for our small jobs that are turning into other jobs, like First Date and Disenchanted. And I actually did another virtual version of a, a show called Brooklyn recently. So uh, that's still happening. Um,
4: but it's not good for new actors. It's a, This is great. If you're an established person and you can ask enough money to pay a manager, to pay your team, to make sure you're safe and you're sleeping in a safe place and you're working in a safe place, you're just out of college, you can't do that. So it's not good for the new people that have a chance to, they have the bug, but they can't express it or see if they're capable of making a living there. So it's it's really shady for that. We're losing like, we're losing two years of, of new talent that, We'll do something, but we just don't know what.
5: Yeah, there there are many topics that could be talked about just on the uh, live uh, theater and, uh, world right now. But so we well, are just taking it day by day. <laughs> yeah,
3: I was gonna, I was gonna ask. I mean, you know, I I realize it's outdoors for the most part, but you know, as you're looking at sports, yeah, which was another thing we discussed around this time. You know. It's, it's going to scale up, you know, or you get some states like Texas, they are just they just don't give a shit anymore. You know, <laughs> like, I, and so I, I have to wonder, you know, we we said on the show many times, like there's a there's a pain threshold to everything. And at some point, like you have to wonder if New York's going to be like, just turn it back on. Like there is no slow buildup. Just turn it back on and let's get after it because people are going to come.
4: I feel like that that's going to happen, um, and I feel like, unfortunately, to all the people that don't want to get this shot, like the their COVID shot, I, I feel like that's going to be our pass to go to the yeah. show, and and it just like it's going to be our pass to go anywhere, on the airport, traveling, everything, in order to be in a contained environment with a mass amount of people, I feel like you're just going to have to all get your shots. We're, we're doing it so we can work.
5: It seems to be leaning that way, that there's going to be some sort of passport situation um, required in order to even enter the theater uh, because otherwise they're just not going to be able to ensure everyone's safety if, if we put you in a tiny enclosed space but I agree Grinch
3: I mean they're just they're just touch points you know but obviously like you got sports you get international flights which Haas has done you know and it sucks wearing a mask the whole time in that but You're like, if some protocols can be put in place, temperature checks at the door, that kind of stuff. You feel like it's more solution oriented than continuing to find the reason you can't do it.
0: Well, it's like I was talking to Hoss yesterday and he mentioned a COVID passport. I was like, what the fuck is that? And he goes, yeah, there it is. He goes, it's a passport. Once you have your shot, they give you a passport, which allows you to travel. I guess, you know, uh, Diana, like you're saying, like going to shows or something that might be what they're doing is going Are you vaccinated? Here's my passport. Yes okay um but at what point did the two of you especially at what point do you look at it because you've said people that you know are jumping ship going you know doing more regional stuff or local stuff they're they're transitioning away from major broadway at what point do you guys look at your situation and go shit we really have to start weighing our options is this is this a long-term solution will i be a mixologist now or A you know again not to leave you out of the equation, you know, in terms of what you're doing, but My it's like
4: simpler today. It was just a Guinness. So we just had to open it.
0: <laughs> so do you do the same Like, Are, are you doing the same type of thing?
4: Uh, I'm taking anything that offers me over a hundred bucks. I'll go do the job. I've been literally doing custom builds and I'm a groundskeeper of this person's huge area just to make everything clean and work friendly.
5: Yeah, all of our friends have like that have needed like handyman stuff but have not done it uh or they're like you know i could put this together but it's going to take me a week but ace could put this together in an hour so he has become like everyone's go-to mr fix it uh which has been again i think you kind of picked it up as just like i guess this is something for now but yeah
4: i just figure anything that, that that gives us income and fills the day is is a good way to spend the time and the funny thing is the arts don't stop. So we, we did get an offer to do this this next musical, that's four and a half weeks of work. So that's that's great.
5: There will be people out there that are gonna innovate and figure out new ways to continue to create, which is what we're happening with this kind of hybrid virtual show that we're doing. It's not TV and film, it's not live theater, it's this new platform. And it's been really cool to be a part of this brand new style of theater that would have never even been imagined um a year ago it was kind of just or two years ago it would have been completely laughed out of the room so it's again like mother nature finds a way artists will find a way as well and i think both of us agree just lifestyle wise uh, we're lucky that we have a small little nest egg we know what we need to survive our priorities are being healthy uh, smart and being creative and having a good time with life like life is too short to try and like you know do something that's going to make me miserable of course you know beggars can't be choosers let's be real now y'all <laughs> you know i was but it, it's it's kind of like you would you put out you get what you receive kind of thing you so, definitely
4: you definitely get a mirror image of what you're trying to accomplish when, yeah. you, when you have the right the right mind frame and the one thing that's been very interesting is is i have done more things lately in the last year that i i never thought i'd be i never thought i'd have the opportunity to do i i mean i I've, I've made a custom drum room for a kid that since then has gotten offered to do a, a full musical as the drummer character in a in a broadway musical and now
5: people don't want to be his agent and stuff. It, i'm like
4: look at that like this, it, these are things that they were just little mental things i was like i wonder if i could make three walls that killed all the sound from the loudest instrument in the band and i got the opportunity to do it it was paid for and I won. It was a it was a battle. It was a lot of work, but it was a lot of fun. I have a different viewpoint on everything. So if this lasts one more year, we're gonna still do musicals. I'm just gonna make the whole set.
5: <laughs> there you <we laughs> go. The whole thing. And all the
3: I have a I have a brilliant business proposal. Oh, here we go. <laughs> we're gonna take all the Disney live action movies and make them animated, so you can get work for doing voice. Wait.
1: Wait.
3: <laughs> <laughs> animate, I, yes, voice
5: actors have gone the roar. Yes.
3: Animate every movie that's ever been made. <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah. And just so the voice work. <laughs> we just watched a really great series where they took live actors and clearly filmed the live actors, but the live actors were on like a green screen. And then they turned the live acting footage into animated footage so that they could create all the world around them. So it was COVID friendly. They, were, they got it on a cheap budget. They got to tell an even bigger story because nothing was physical. So as much as, yes, it's it, as it has been awful losing live theater and this in-person uh, interaction, there are some really cool innovative things that are coming out of it. It's
4: really pushing technology, which is awesome. Because those are the things that really that really popped our interest in, in the entertainment anyway. Like when you could go see a movie, 3D for the first time, everybody remembers the movie they saw. And then if you could go see something that's like interactive, like these, these rides that are at, at Disney World and Universal. 4D. 4D. <laughs> are you kidding me? These would have never even been pushed until they were pushed as a new idea. We're getting that in our world. We're shooting... Guys, we're shooting 3D green screen in our basement.
5: We should probably own it as its own reality show and just sell it for it's that. It's going to be ridiculous.
4: <laughs> Are we qualified? No. We don't know. <laughs>
5: awesome?
4: Figure it out
0: as you go.
5: <laughs>
4: exactly. That's exactly it.
0: You know, Ace does. Does her new job like? Does your liver suffer from her new job when it's like? Oh, made a mistake with that drink. Somebody's You're got gonna, to drink it.
4: It's actually funny. You You'd think it'd be harder on the body, but. When you make the drink right, it has a balance that your kidneys and liver appreciate. Whereas when I made the drink wrong, as I grew up with my vodka cranberry mix, <laughs> no, no good, no, no bueno.
0: Hoss, are you making another drink over there?
2: <laughs> no. um, I'm, I'm on my third round. So yeah. Somebody likes it. I was gonna say, y'all
5: missed round two. Yeah, are you daddy, making the daddy, same thing, or are you, daddy, have, yeah, you have yeah. switched over?
2: No, no, same thing. Daddy likey.
0: Okay, <laughs> that's a success. There you go.
5: Amazing. So honored.
0: Yeah. Okay. okay. This is really, really good. Yeah, I, I like this that. a lot. Uh, sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. Grinch, go ahead, brother.
3: I was to say you mentioned a, a very important topic that's near and dear to Karen Maxhart, which is is mezcal superior to, te- to tequila.
1: Well, I wanted to kind of uh, yeah, and thank you for bringing that up. I want to circle back around to that because we've had some debate with the mezcal. Um I think some people on the show have have kind of called it an earthy flavor others have compared it to a wet dirty band-aid um so i, I feel like was. maybe we're not <laughs> purchasing the right mezcal do you have any recommendations
5: yeah. well i don't have any recommendations at the moment only because i do know from the the bad side of it i bought some cheaper mezcal and price does affect the taste of mezcal
4: and if it tastes like a band-aid you got your alcohol on the wrong aisle
5: (laughs) (laughs) a couple aisles over the other pharmacy so i'm
1: concerned because one of the bottles I bought was forty dollars. Yes, mezcal. And I would have thought that would have been on the the you know I'm cheap. Don't get me wrong. I
5: would have Proper price point.
1: Better side of the of the mezcal ah, world.
5: I'm right there with you, Mac. I I did the exact same thing, thinking this one would be great. It's like middle shelf. It's gonna be fine. Nope. There is like either really great mezcal or really awful mezcal. There's kind of nothing no really in between. No, and in mezcal, you predominantly want to go top shelf if you can, or mix it up. Um, I, I did the research; I have found it's, it's just the more expensive typically tends to be the better. Unfortunately, but so the big difference between tequila and mezcal is is just the different types of agave. So tequila only uses one one agave, the blue Weber, uh, but mezcal uses up to thirty, and so all of those different sugars and stuff like that it's harder to find an even balance i think so i think that's why it ends up kind of being a little bit more of a wacky mm. taste also yes it is cooked in earthenware and then uh smoked with smoked, like
1: i believe yeah
5: yeah bark and Lava rocks and whatnot. Isn't
2: it like made in the earth? Like it's it's it like is. fermented in the earth, right?
5: Yeah, yeah. It's cooked. It's like so. It's it's distilled in like this these giant like. Clakes. That's
2: that's that's why it tastes yeah. like you're eating out Mother Earth's vagina, right? <laughs>
5: yeah, Yeah,
2: that's why.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'll get no mezcal sponsorship. Oh
2: <laughs> Nor God. do we want it.
1: So, so yeah, I mean, I have yet to try it. You you mentioned, you know, the the, the mixing it. I have yet to try it straight. I'm not that brave. Um, I have always mixed it in like a, like a margarita or something because yeah, I got to think just straight mezcal is definitely an acquired taste.
5: Yes. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, um, you know, how, how scotch and bourbon are types of whiskey. Uh, mezcal or tequila is, is a type of Mezcal technically. So it's like tequila is just like the streamlined baby sister version of Mezcal. Um, mm. But it's it kind of like Scotch, people have to like, you have to build your way up to it. I think you can build your way up to Mezcal, but I would suggest uh, starting with like the different types of tequila, like Reposado tequila, Añejo tequila. Like Añejo tequila is a fantastic, Yeah. Uh, you know, dark whiskey or a dark liquor, like replacement for like an, Ooh, a an old fashioned. Ooh, tequila. I've tried fashion. that. I,
2: I gotta tell you, dude, yep. you're teaching us shit. I never thought, you know, all those years that we were drinking.
1: I know. A that year some, into this,
2: seriously. If you if exploring. you told if you'd bet me a thousand dollars twenty years ago with all the drinking we were doing, that someday you'd be teaching us shit about drinking, I'd have taken that bet. down and I'd have lost my ass.
5: Yeah. Okay,
0: but the question wow. is, the question wow. is, Diana, how much of this did you know six months ago? And how much have you educated yourself since taking this job?
5: Interesting. How many little tidbits I kind of had known just from being like a Google nerd. I love to just get on a website and read some random articles, find a rabbit hole, and go down it. Um, so a few certain little things I knew, but most of it's been the six, last six months. I, you get me. I get a sniff of of a clue or like a fun story, and down I go, and I try to find the bottom of it. Like there are just so many great books out there that I found. Immediately interesting, which I think did help with the passion of this job, as, as funny as it may sound. But I love just the idea of I love to cook, and that's how we kind of approach this. It's more like cooking, not baking. There are several cocktails out there that, yes, need a scientific baker's approach. You need to have a centiliter of this, like a centiliter of that, like the International Bartenders Association, I think is what they're called. All of their recipes are in freaking centiliters. Like how, <laughs> like it's great, but you have to be super precise. And I like kind of knowing like the laid back style of fancy sips, it's like, listen, y'all, it's cool. Like if you like your drink sweeter, add some more sweetener. Or if you don't like it sweet, take a little bit out. Like it's gonna be fine. It's your cocktail, like make it how you want it.
4: The one thing that's that's funny is as a kid, I remember the first beer I tasted I remember the first alcohols I tasted, whether I liked them or not, I remembered. I think that I think that your learning of what these things are allowed you to understand your memories of of your first times with a lot of these alcohols.
5: Yeah. And like listening to your palate, like what like what do you what works for you? Um, Don't try to like force a drink upon yourself that you hate. (laughs) (laughs) Boulevardier.
2: Preach it, sister. Preach it. (laughs) Or the,
5: the... Hey, though I have to say, I was not a Negroni person until I discovered if you light that oil, that citrus on fire. So put a lighter, like a okay. uh, over the over the glass, mm. and then squeeze the oil from the orange peel over that because it lights it on fire. It's, it's also an, it's really insane. cool. Insane! It's a really fun party trick, but it caramelizes the oil as it goes in, and then you run it around the top of the, the top of the glass, and then drop it in. It takes right. the Negroni from like. Not so great to too. smoke. Holy okay, no,
1: okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. That, 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 I, that I never would have pictured Hoss caramelizing anything in a drink. It's
0: a He's going to burn his apartment uh, building to, to see, the ground.
1: Right?
2: I mean, but the good news <laughs> is I can hold it in this hand, and it's like it can't do any damage. <laughs> you know, there's there's no there's yeah, nothing bad that can happen. Nah. No,
5: yeah. A I feel like yeah. yeah, yeah keep telling yourself. South.
4: Firework show. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh,
2: we've been there. Done
5: that. Yeah. All right.
2: Well, I'm going to try that Negroni. All right. I'll give another shot that way. All right. Fair enough. But the Boulevardier, that's, that's, that's persona non grata. That's not happening. It's done. We're past it. Yep.
0: All right. So let, let's ask, uh, and maybe you can't tell us, I don't know what, what's been the most interesting, like drink that you've, I'm assuming with, with fancy sips because of the menu, you know, what drinks you're making ahead of time, right? Like when somebody right. schedules this, you're never surprised about what you're making, right?
5: typically no but every now and then if a class goes fast people will be like hey can you just show us another one and you know just to like randomly pull a recipe out of your tush that could possibly or not possibly please someone that's a little stressful
0: <laughs> so have you ever had a situation where one of these didn't go according to plan
5: yes but it's typically because somebody didn't follow the directions
0: so it's not a you it's a them
5: <laughs> right
1: so so a situation besides this call is is what he's asking, right?
5: <laughs> well, then, I've had people be like, oh, I didn't like this. And I'm like, well, what, what did you use? Cause I always want to know. Cause we ask everyone after every drink, like, what do you think? Cause we want the feedback. That's how we choose what we keep on the menu and what we get rid of. Granted we taste test everything beforehand, but sometimes like what we like is not what our clients like. And uh, I, every time it's been like, oh, well I didn't have this. So I added this. I'm like, why don't you just talk to me? So like now I, I make sure to let you know, like, if you don't have something, let me know. I can give you some suggestions. Or if you just don't have anything at all, I can at least help you make something good with what you do have. And that way you can at least find the balance because it is a bit about like getting the balance somewhat right. But if you've like fully gone off the rails by like adding in like crazy random liquors and different fruits, like it's, it's been hilarious. People are like, what color is that drink? Why is it green? Well, I didn't have that. So I, <laughs> but most of the time, I would say 99.9% of the time, it's all positive.
2: I was looking through the recipes on here. There's some amazing, like I've, I've been clicking on it and taking pictures. So some of this stuff sounds amazing. I can't wait to try some of these. But with that being said, what is a drink that you've made that you were like, oh, nope. Like, I mean, like my Boulevardier? We know it's my kryptonite. That's fine. It's cool. What, what, what's, your, what's your Boulevardier kryptonite? Negroni. It really?
5: That's what I, But I had to keep teaching it. And I had so many classes where I had to teach it that I had to find a way for me to drink it because we cheers and we kind of take a little sip with everyone and I couldn't hold my own face. I would go, oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt the hair pop out of your chest, you know. So,
0: sorry, <laughs> just had a minor stroke. I apologize. <laughs> <Yeah. It's>
5: like... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm across, you know, sometimes hundreds of people. So I, I learned after my second Negroni that I had to do some research to find a way to make a Negroni that I like. And I lighting
2: to- it on fire does the job is what you're telling yeah,
5: me. You, you, you
1: make a different drink. That's how you make it.
0: Yeah, right.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you Pour it all in the shaker and then you dump it down. Dump the it out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have a way to make the Boulevardier palatable for Haas?
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a great question. Yeah, yeah. You made the Negroni better.
0: Uh, Set it I'll on fire.
5: My head, no. no. So I think we take Max's
0: approach. We pour down the drain. That makes it. Well, better. no, I
1: think maybe, maybe we, we put Diana on the spot here. Maybe that's a revisit, right? That maybe is. We have you guys thing. back on and we all drink a Boulevardier based on your recipe.
6: Ooh. Okay.
5: Uh, just went cross-eyed. Uh, by the way, I'm out that week.
1: I, I can't be here. So
5: we'll miss you. We'll we'll send you all of the ingredients so you can make your that's own right, and then like right. Oh, that's things. right.
1: Apparently there's companies that do that now, right? So shit. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to do the
3: improved uh, uh Boulevardier and the shot of the Reaper. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say it's
2: made with Reaper Risky. Ring <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Oh <laughs> Wow. Wait.
0: Are really? you gonna do it? Come on, man. Oh, buddy. Oh, oh buddy. Look, you oh the last time reason. you I died the you last poured it. It's probably not Seriously? even a reaper. Oh, 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 oh. It's probably not even a reaper. Oh. Oh, it is Reaper.
2: Nice. Oh you <laughs> fucking badass.
0: <laughs> oh shit. There he
2: goes. There he goes. Down to his knees.
0: <laughs>
5: uh. But why? Why?
2: <laughs> why? Someone
5: to someone told him story.
2: it would grow hair on the top of you his head. That's cry. why.
4: Yeah,
3: the, the, the girls were right next to us when Mrs. Grinch tried it, and she was like, "Shit, fuck, goddamn!" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I really was. <laughs> it has no smell. It gives you no warning about. No, her, it does not.
2: And then yeah. just fire kicks it. It's in. a gut punch for sure. Yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Mac, Mac, right. oh, holy fuck, dude! You
5: do that. Like, why? Why do you want to inflict pain upon yourself? Max, Max right? got a warm
3: belly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's doing it for our, you know, so that we can get a good laugh. Oh, buddy, thank you.
4: Thank
2: you. If I'm
0: supposed to hear you, I can't hear you. Turn your mic down. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) 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 As you say, Thor. Right
1: now. Yeah, that's smooth.
0: (laughs) Mrs. Grinch is going, now I know why your shows sound the way they do. (laughs) Yeah.
5: Mm-mm. Does he do that every time?
0: He should. It should be a yeah. thing. Definitely. No.
5: <laughs> yes, you can start every episode with a little bit of, of uh, Mac pain. <laughs> That's
0: right. It's always good for a laugh Ma- Mac's down for that, aren't you, buddy? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I, I, hey, anything for ratings.
0: That's
3: we even have one of our little Grinchlings here.
1: Oh, oh. oh. oh
6: Grinchlings.
0: Oh, she <laughs>
6: smells like Grinchling. coffee. Yes. Oh,
0: you're not going to let her try the pure paradise?
4: The alcohol free
6: one. Oh,
5: we we will, but she has to
0: drive soon. Oh, definitely not.
5: Definitely not. not (laughs) not. I ended up making a cocktail for like a a charity coffee class, a a group that surrounded around coffee. And we made a drink that had orange with it. And I was like, Orange, coffee, rum? What is this situation? Oh my gosh. Y'all, don't knock it. A little orange juice with coffee, like, holy cow. It makes a delicious cocktail.
2: Really? Orange coffee and rum?
5: Uh, orange That's coffee, nice. um, yeah, and dark rum okay. and a little bit of cream and uh, okay. s- a simple syrup. It's like, and if I remember correctly, I believe we, I have to look up the, the recipe, but um, its it was just like a one-off custom recipe, but we actually muddled some like cinnamon sticks and then shook those in the shaker. Would- of course you could use, you know pre-ground cinnamon but holy cow it was absolutely delicious
0: yeah you piqued my interest
2: would you please send that to me please pretty please oh that sounds amazing
0: oh yeah. did you like your rum lately
2: i do yeah
3: did you just choose our next drink
2: yeah actually i think so
3: yeah <laughs> yeah all
2: right but, i mean i that, that that would i could i could work with that yeah yeah that I'm sounds down. amazing actually yeah I got find like cinnamon sticks, but yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> all right. So, what what's on uh, I, again in terms of your time with Fancy Sips? What is that looking like moving forward? Are you <laughs> intending to stay with them? Or are you just gonna?
5: I am. I'm gonna ride this ride as long as I can. The beautiful thing about um, the the event industry in, in whole is that we can all kind of you know ebb and flow when we need to. Luckily, my boss has been very understanding of my my position from day one. And uh, understands like, hey, Fancy Sips is not going anywhere. So if I need to, you know, jump out for a few weeks and then come back, we have enough instructors that we can cover the classes. And then uh, we are looking to add a couple more on because Fancy Sips is growing so much, which is really Sp- cool.
2: speaking of which I got to I got to ask. What's up with only chicks? I mean, Ace is a very attractive, personable dude. Why is he not on there teaching people how to make things? I I would totally (laughs) pay attention to Ace teaching me anything, okay?
5: I don't think it was intentional. I think it was just, like, whoever she vibed with. Like, we have a really good, like, group culture between, like, the ladies. It's, you know – also, by the way, I think – I don't know this officially, but I feel – very close that it's true. I am officially the eldest member of our society. Oh, <laughs> yeah. like, oh,
4: They actually don't have any men yet, but I would love to, uh, I'd totally take that on. That'd be fun.
5: Shoot. Hey, listen, if we need the tag team, I, you know, if we had more than one kitchen, we could both be working at the same time, but, uh, sooner or later, if I need to jump out or vice, or vice versa, he might become fancy ace. You never know this.
0: We're going to start our own company and Ace is going to be our mixologist. Fancy Ace. That's a
2: great name.
5: (laughs) Yeah, actually, you should should drive the bus
4: around and do it. Yeah. As long as I don't have to wear a collar, I'm good.
5: Yeah. (laughs) We had a moment where we thought the company, you know, we started getting requests for potentially for in-person events again. But with like liability and insurance and everything, the business model makes so much more sense to stay virtual because people are in the comforts of their own home. So, you know, of course we have terms and waivers and conditions and things like that, that we announce at the beginning of class and we we send to everyone. But when you're in the comforts of your own home, you're on you, man. Like when we have to do it in person, the amount of liability that we hold as a company as is is really a lot. So I don't I don't know if Fancy Sips will ever go back to in person, but uh, thank God we always have the internet.
4: I can us all Fancy sitting Fancy. In a, We're we're all in a parking lot. We park the bus. We make drinks together. We drink. Together. I'm gonna stop him now. <laughs> I'm gonna stop him
0: now. <laughs> you say the time and place. We'll be there. Have a no, so here's the question: Ace Is it is outside of a football a stadium
1: Yeah Maybe. with liquor luring little kids? I hope now this is <laughs> bad in so many ways. <laughs> this went
5: dark. What's that, Mrs. Grinch? Yes. <laughs> when they book you, do they get to pick you, or you like do can't. they get to pick their own mixologist? It could be just like you can pick, just like pick, choose for me. Or if they somebody requests you, you can if you're available. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: So let's all go on there and 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 pick Ace. I'm just saying, we'd like Ace. Let's let's
3: write him in. We want Ace. We would like to try
4: a beer. (laughs) (laughs) Here's an amazing thing. So, uh, beer floats. They make beer floats. That's right. Awesome.
5: I've been Uh, a bunch of like summer beer. I made one for uh, St. Patrick's Day that was a a Guinness float. So, it was ice cream, but with um, Jameson and vanilla and simple syrup, shaken together, poured over, and then top it with Guinness, and then you just give it a really good stir. It's a full meal in a glass, beer float. but it's- Fuck,
0: it's, that's it's, our next drink right there. I'm <laughs> sorry,
5: Thor, you're out.
4: <laughs> Diana's
5: here every week. How
0: do this, I mute you? This is gonna work. You're it's muted, awesome. fuck off.
5: So your beer fan can be fed. Yes, because I, ha- I get lots of classes where people are like, oh, I only drink beer, or I only drink wine. So I started kind of using those as ingredients to mix uh, also, we have evidently people that really like their alcohol, so they're like, "Why is there only two ounces? I don't understand. I want more booze."
0: <laughs> that's a hot.
1: Ha- that's hot. Right. Right right there, sauce so guess- has been on your calls. <laughs> right. I can
4: appreciate
5: Our that. People that love
4: beer will actually make a mixed drink if they get to add more alcohol to that drink with the beer.
5: Yeah, if you can bring in a favorite ingredient, it just makes it uh, an easier bridge to cross.
3: We did the. Uh, was it two weeks ago? We did the. Corona Sunrise, yes, yep. Three weeks ago, which you basically make in the bottle. I know it was like ah, t-
5: a big old TikTok drink. Look at y'all. What was
4: what
3: the- <laughs> I don't even remember my own drink. It was What's like TikTok? The- second or third episode,
4: <laughs> <laughs> old blocks. You know, like that. <laughs> it was something
3: like that you used a lager. Oh, god, I'll have to go back.
0: It was the beggar's banquet.
3: Beggar's Banquet, that's what it is, yeah, which you make with a lager. Um, and I thought it was pretty good. Uh, what, uh, one of the other questions I had was, I noticed on your classic old-fashioned, it says rosemary optional. I have never put rosemary in an old-fashioned. Does it make it that much better?
5: So we you have two uh, adventures you can choose. You can either, one, muddle the rosemary in the glass before. And granted, you will have a little bit of like you know vegetation floating around in there. But it does add a really cool flavor. Or you make a rosemary infused simple syrup, which y'all is so easy. Equal parts sweetener to hot water, toss some rosemary in, let it sit steep for about 20 minutes, strain it out. And then it's, you know, obviously, however much you have left over, you can just store in the fridge for about two to three weeks. But, um, or if you want, if your rosemary is not freshly cut from the bush, if it's a little dry, um, otherwise it'll just, it won't white. So uh, you, again, put the lighter over the glass and you light the rosemary on fire until it starts to smoke. Then very gently drop in the cut end down into the glass and then cover it with a bowl. Smokes. Make oh, the smoke shit. rosemary old-fashioned. It's fashion. awesome. So
4: to answer your question, does it make it better? It yes. makes the first three of them better. The fourth <laughs> one's a wash.
0: He's <laughs> like, I don't even care.
5: <laughs> I
1: don't even know what you're giving me at this point. It's good.
0: <laughs> hey, Mac. You know you have that that smoke top, right? That you I do have the
1: smoke top. I might have do. to drop some uh, some rosemary in there and infuse a uh, an old fashioned with it. I, I
0: mean, wasn't thinking about rosemary.
1: How do you like that? Uh, that I uh, I could unroll <laughs> something and make. You that could
0: happen. unroll something <laughs> and put it in there.
1: That's awesome. Do you like? I, it? You know, I tried it once, once, and it and tasted I like asking. a burnt down house so clearly you know much like you know not having a muddler i did something wrong did so i haven't it? gone back to it yet but i need to try
6: it
5: again Shifting. yeah is one of those things that like it, it's it's like any ingredient it, a little goes a long way yeah you think we like it and then when you get too far you're like hmm mm, that's burnt <laughs> great
1: right <laughs> But it looked really cool in the video because you yeah, had yeah. all the smoke um but apparently it was way too much smoke
0: tastes like a wet band-aid
1: yeah, I was gonna say, just
0: throw in some mezcal and you've got it. Mezcal the, it's and good.
1: Green. <laughs> Mezcal old fashioned with smoked wood chips. Yeah, see that could be onto something. And a little made with you know a little Reaper whiskey in
0: it. Look, right one part
5: now, mezcal one part Reaper uh one part two parts simple probably to help balance out that stuff uh <laughs> what else i just want to point out
0: that diana ER. yeah diana told y'all how to make simple syrup just in case y'all were wondering okay so i don't want to hear shit out of anybody
2: yeah, fucking we make it. it we got you fucking 7.99 yeah. what
5: yeah uh-
0: French is like, I'm going to make Mrs. French I, I make it. I even put a label
1: milk. on it and everything. She she already
5: did. She, Yeah, she doesn't know. It, but $2.50 I, I, for a pound of sugar, and you can make like tons of simple syrup for $2.50. Right? That's but,
1: but what I'm saying. Key, there's a or, key part of that. You have to make it. Oh, for <laughs> <fuck's sake. laughs> That's work.
0: Do you make dinner? Right. Do you make dinner?
1: cocktails. If I can get away with it, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah time yeah. is a finite commodity i can make more money i can't make
0: more time <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> fair, point. fair point uh you know it's been great having y'all on the show i do appreciate y'all coming on here like i i do have a question this is totally all, not tied to anything we've been talking about i don't know why i thought about this now you are diana DeGarmo, and he is age young are you diana young I am shaking
5: his head in the back. <laughs> going, no,
0: I don't know why I thought of this.
1: No, I it, thought of it earlier, too, when you introduced him.
0: When so you are you're not the only one. Yeah. When you're both a known commodity, how does that work when you get married? Like, do you have agents that are like, don't take his they last name.
5: name? Yes. Yeah. They begged. They did initially. Even they, our
4: tax guy said, please don't change your name. Really?
5: Well, because we are separate entities business wise. Um, so I have my own business. And, and then.
4: Yeah. Personally. Yeah.
5: So in order to do all that paperwork, it was, I, I attempted it. I had a moment where I was like, you know, all about my laurels of like, I'm going to change my name. I spent about two hours on it and said, screw this because and it the was, next,
4: the next day a check came for Diana DeGarmo. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's a for it. Too much.
5: It was too much. But you personally, if somebody calls me Mrs. Young, I think it's lovely. So, uh, I don't mind it. It's, it's kind of the the personal side of things, but professionally we're still, DeGarmel and Young.
4: I think it's actually cool to keep your names. I I feel like that carries the history of what you came with, truthfully, without mm-hmm. even the hyphen. It's like, if you're married, you have a ring or you have something to show that you're married. I don't think the name matters to change personally, especially with everybody putting the emphasis for so many generations of we have to have a son to keep the name going. It's like, I, I think it's ridiculous. Let in different kids, times. Let the Kids pick the yes. name more with their name. <laughs> That's very, very progressive. Right,
0: right now, Mr. Yeah. and Mrs. Grinch are looking at each other like, maybe I should keep my name.
1: <laughs>
0: no, no
3: I, we, I don't. We formed our business empire together. So. That's smart,
0: smart. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I think if if my wife were a known commodity, I'd be like, I'll totally change my name to your name. Because people would be like, are you married to so-and-so? I'm like, yes, I am. But you <laughs> but both. But you would also just
1: basically want to be a kept man. So, right. You know, but that's why like, you would latch onto that and not let go.
0: Yeah, but Ace, Ace <laughs> and Diana—they are, in terms of being known commodities, they both are, right? So
5: we uh, did play I, with the idea of becoming the De Youngs for a while because I get called that by accident. That would have been That <laughs> sounds—that's
4: sounds, accident. That sounds,
2: like, it was that, like yeah. Falcon Crest, the Youngs, like you know,
4: <laughs> like, it sounds the so new elegant. soap opera. You know, the, De 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 the Youngs. Perfect. It's funny, people feel like they know us so well already that we Ace actually we just get Ace and Diana or DNA like D, Diana, D, A, DNA or Ace and Diana. It's always been on the first name basis. So the we last name be really like never come up.
5: Dolly. We just want to go to a first name, you know, Brittany, yeah. Dolly, yeah. Oh, Reba.
3: Hey, or Brazilian soccer star.
0: Right.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so when yeah, they, mean,
0: when they say like Diana, that. you know who they're talking about. There's okay. no confusion.
5: No, Diana Ross has Diana. it for now, but I'm coming for her right now. There you go.
0: <laughs> uh oh, uh, look out. Life goals. I like the, it.
3: Qu- coincidentally, Haas' funny connection that, that she was on a soap opera called The Young and the Restless.
5: <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. I kind of still live one, I think, in some way.
0: First uh, plights. <laughs> um yeah, thank you guys for being on here again. Truly appreciate yeah, you, you guys taking time out of your schedule. Uh fancysips.com, Diana DeGarmo, she's a mixologist. Look them up if you are looking for a drink, pure paradise. It is it is absolutely that. I mean
2: and the soon to come uh ace young on fancy that's right. right Yes, yes, yes. We're, we're, we're gonna start a petition.
1: Yep. We're starting with shots. And then we're drinking! (laughs) Down by the quad! It's hysterical (laughs) that you mentioned that because we're actually watching that movie tonight. (laughs) That's too funny.
4: That's
5: oh the amount of wiener dog jokes in each class might be uh, unbearable
4: oh it'd be awful but it'd be <laughs> awesome I, pu- I put their little beds up high so everybody can see them so they don't think i'm talking to myself <laughs>
5: dogs, do not feed into this please and you need a you to sign a
2: neon out. sign behind you says i bet your wiener's not as hairy as mine That's right. totally. totally. <laughs> No. I
1: actually I actually how long t-shirt. have you been thinking about that one?
2: I just
4: just now looking looking at his wiener it's pretty he's hairy.
0: A, he's a comic I actually, genius.
4: You know, I, mean. I had a t-shirt when we were doing the Joseph tour and, and I would always take two dog well, I take our dog out in the in the elevator to go to the bathroom in the morning, and I didn't realize I was wearing the same shirt that has a wiener dog on it that says I bet you want to touch my wiener while I'm holding the dog, <laughs> and this gentleman across from me was very uncomfortable. And then I realized why because I saw what I was wearing, and, and I looked at him. First thing that came to mind: she's the biggest one in the elevator. And he <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lost man. it and started petting my dog out of a nervous tick. I bet. Like, it was amazing. Right
1: now, I just I do I don't want to see you walk by a school like that. That's all I got to say. <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> die. Diana's like, this is why I kept my last name right here.
5: (laughs) (laughs) This is why I'm in charge of the mute button. Smart. (laughs) You
0: know what? We'll have Ace on just by himself next time. We'll get into all sorts of trouble. We'll be
5: good. A a a little
0: Ace uncut.
5: Yes, you can make the things he made because at the beginning of quarantine last year, we had a night where we were trading off and I said, Ace, you should make some drinks tonight. And I kid you not, we could not take one sip of them. They were so. We're starting with shots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so bad! And then we're drinking. So I, I can't, you know I can't say how good those drinks are going to be, but y'all will definitely have fun. Most he, definitely.
0: He's our kind of mixologist. He doesn't need to be educated. It doesn't matter.
1: If there's no mixing. It's it's shots, right? Yeah.
0: Exactly. You know what? Again, it's always a pleasure. Thank you all for being here, Mrs. Grinch. I appreciate you tolerating us for the last hour and a half, it has been a, it has been a pleasure having all of you Uh, fancy sips.com. Diana DeGarmo go on, go on their website, book. Now have her as a mixologist. Clearly she, she knows her shit. She knows her trivia. She's ready to go. Uh, Pure paradise is the drink. It was fantastic. I do appreciate y'all being on here.
2: She just realized four alcoholics, a new, a new tasty beverage. She's stealing all of our thunder. (laughs) It immediately goes in the (laughs) rotation.
0: Uh, Diana, go enjoy your evening. Uh, Thank you for being here. We do appreciate it. Thank you. As we wrap things up here, we invite all of our listeners to join the debate by dropping us a line at spiriteddebates at gmail.com. You can send in topics you'd like us to debate, drink recipes you'd like us to try, or just general feedback on how to make the show better. And don't forget, you can always follow us on Instagram or Facebook at A Spirited Debate or on Twitter at Spirited Debates. Feel free to press, follow, like, subscribe, whatever the fuck you got to do. And if you don't, as I said at the beginning, we're just happy that you're here listening and we hope that you continue. Until next time, we'd like to say... Empire. Cheers, gentlemen. you
2: ajве <laughs> Buddy, <laughs> <laughs> <Such a dance. laughs>